0: Ashley What's Young did this. Something, yes. Ashley Young, like we've seen, a couple of people came up with uh, with hair recently, and like they didn't have it during their playing career, and it was an option. It was by choice.
1: Like, all of a sudden, Ashley Young had a fade.
0: Uh, Inter Milan yeah. is like, what? <laughs> That's a midlife but, crisis, mate. But
1: we don't
2: know necessarily whether it was a choice or whether they just ended up having a late transplant. You know? I don't
1: well, know. That, it it looks Townsend before. did that. Yeah, I know that, that much.
2: That one is is spectacular.
1: Rob Many first scoring like thunder bastards after all over the place. <laughs> it's all about Wait, the Rob problems. Holding had the transplant?
0: Huge mate. major mate. Like full one hundred percent. off playing. Like he was, he was on the. I, I'm not even joking. He was on the injured list for like Rob, two weeks.
2: Rob Holding requested that we sign Ben White yeah. so that he could have some time off. <laughs>
0: No, but, like, this is actually true. He was actually not available for selection because he was getting a transplant. (laughs) And then, like, people didn't know. Like, they didn't say it was a transplant. And then he came back two weeks later, and we saw the photos from training. We're like, ah, okay, this is why you were off. Like, horrendous. I have a Turkish friend. Not Brak. I have another Turkish friend who tells you, like, man, you get on a Turkey flight out of Turkey, and you just, have you seen that photo where you look ahead and you see (laughs) all that? Or Guys the heads. Up. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god!
1: There are some things
2: that are just worth paying for. Like, why why cheap out on that? I don't know, man.
0: Apparently, oh it's a great. Man. It's a it's a good result. It's just it's too expensive yeah. elsewhere. It's just too expensive elsewhere. And Turkey's well, kind of made, like, turkey made it like and... thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: if you go Turkey and do it, like,
0: it's still I mean, you still gotta, a good deal there. You travel from here to Turkey. That's there and back. That's two thousand dollars right there just to get to the place.
1: The food's better though. Well, you funny. have to make a holiday out
0: of it, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but you that can means holiday you got... with those holes in your head. Maybe. That's the thing, <laughs> you've got
2: to stay for at least a month. You have the first yeah. two weeks are just recovery.
0: Yeah. I just walking around and the
1: everyone's like, <laughs> look, <laughs> look at him! <laughs>
2: Man, anyway. Yeah.
1: Hello and welcome
2: to another episode of the Koshcast on kosh com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. We've probably already done the best the best content. Um, but yeah, we'll try and do a bit more, Maned. How are you? Hello. I said, "How are you?"
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I think I was expecting. what I, I was thinking about something else actually. I was thinking, you know, when you said we did the best contest, it reminded me what two weeks ago when we recorded the entire pod mm. and then had to redo the whole thing. I thought we did a mm-hmm. great job re kind of re, reliving the best content. So maybe we can do it again.
2: Yeah, laughing in the same places. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> well,
1: i was like not maybe we can do it again bernie your internet needs to cut out so we can do this again <laughs>
2: <laughs> and those sultry tones bernie Uche. how are you man
1: i'm um, lovely lovely how are you
2: i'm excellent uh, we have both spent most of the week watching top boy so we are struggling to not just say brother and blood and food throughout this whole podcast
1: brother <laughs> right um, it's gonna be very difficult
2: Yes uh, but it did it did lead me to uh, think of this question which is has there ever been a show um or a movie but probably a show that you thought was so good that like you would choose it over football
0: What do you mean by over football
2: Like your team is playing or or there's a big game on but this show is so good that you'd rather watch that
0: Yeah but football is live Yeah I can always catch the show after. Like it just would like how, how amazing would something need to be that I would pick the recorded version of something over the live <laughs> version. Like it just it would have to be it would have to be another live event like, you know, a lunar landing or something. But mm. I don't think I would ever watch a show over a live event that I could just catch later.
2: I have to be honest, I'm not sure I'd choose a Lunar Landing over <laughs> I'm not sure it's that
1: exciting. <laughs> I'd definitely choose football over a Lunar Landing. Um, I agree with Mo. There probably isn't one. But if I had to choose one, the closest would be The Wire. And mm. when The Wire was on and we we're watching that, especially if you have all the episodes and you can binge it, at minimum, I might have it playing and the game in the background. <laughs> like, that's probably the closest I could get because that show
0: is addicting as hell.
2: Fair enough. I have heard that. That's one of those ones that I've I like for twenty years. I've heard that I need to watch that and never got around to it.
0: I uh, I, I'm not a big uh, like series person. I don't really watch them at all. And then. Recently, I tried to get into all the hyped ones. You know, you've got like the Breaking Bad and uh, what's the meth one? Is that the meth one? Yeah, yeah, yeah same okay, one. Okay, then, the then one. Well, there's Prison Break. I just confused them because they're the same name. But like, I tried to watch all of these. And like by season, by end of season one, I'm so done with all of them. Maybe just me, but like, I just cannot get into these shows. I Maybe it's an attention span thing. Maybe like I'm, I'm more of a comedy guy. Maybe I like the whole like every episode is independent kind of shows. And I can't keep up with like a plot and a character building and blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't know. I can never get into it.
2: You know what this means? Had Mohanad become a player, he would have been done with the manager after like a year. Like, bored. <laughs> next. next.
1: next. <laughs> That's actually yeah, well, accurate. Project? You're talking about project? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is actually a very accurate <laughs> summation of
0: Mohanad. Like, he'd be like, you know what? This was a nice year, bro, but... <laughs> i'm over it it. (laughs) it's very weird because i'd like to think of myself as a very nice accommodating person in general but when it Mm -hmm. does come to football i do turn into this egotistical maniac (laughs) that like i don't think i could sit through a project if i believe that i'm so good and everyone around me is shit i don't think i could sit through it
2: oh no you're you're a chimbonda mate you've got your transfer request in your sock (laughs) ready to go
1: (laughs) For, (laughs) for, for, for our listeners like like i Obviously, I would school with Mohanad, so I know this, okay? Mohaned has hated Cristiano Ronaldo, and let's take the other stuff off the table, right? We know he's hated Cristiano Ronaldo for years while admo- appreciating his talent. Decades. But I've always told Mohaned, you are the most Cristiano Ronaldo attitude on the pitch that I've ever seen <laughs> of anyone I know. So it's interesting that, that you can disregard and hate someone, especially even Bruno Fernandes, by the way, similar thing. More like such a punchable face and he complains. That I hate him. I just, I keep quiet. I just laugh to myself. I'm like, no, exactly right. Bruno Fernandes on the pitch is exactly Mohamed on the pitch. Same with Cristiano. And it, it's so interesting how you can hate, that, right. and you can hate I, that at the same
0: time. And, and I think that just for the listeners, the peak of when that once happened is when we were all playing a, uh, an 11 a side league and we were all in the team and, we were the better team and the uh, the opposition were not very good. And they went 1-0 up and we were having a horrendous day. And I think sometime in the second half, I literally just yelled out across the field, you guys want to lose to this? And like, <laughs> everybody could just hear me, the opposition players, <laughs> the coach. And I was just like, I was just fuming. I Yeah, sometimes it's just the ego, the ego side of football. I, I can see it. I could, you know, the Brunos and the Ronaldos for sure, but.
2: It's a Sunday League, lads. It's Tottenham moment.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And then we did, we did end up turning it around. So.
1: We won, yeah, yeah, yeah. To
2: to be fair to you, though, I think you have moments of uh, of reflection that Cristiano Ronaldo probably doesn't. Like I remember you saying once, like I watch players mess up really, like professional players mess up really simple things, and then I'm like, why do I demand <laughs> perfection from yeah. people I'm playing with? at, like seven aside. Exactly, you know because I mean? at seven yeah. aside I'll
0: be like, This is unacceptable and then you'll <laughs> yeah. watch the game on the weekend and they'll like a professional will make the exact same he's like then I'll feel so bad at yelling at some random person <laughs> on the
1: weekend. The <laughs> difference is like Monad knows It's like it's like the guy who knows he's the Hulk, right? He's like, I know this. I, I can't control what it's gonna change, but I know this is the case. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh anyway, we'll we'll uh we'll stop delving into Mahad's character and move on <laughs> move on to other things. Um something was going around the internet today. I don't even know what it was really, but it was just a picture of Xavi, Pep and Arteta and then an accompanying picture of Tuchel, Klopp and Nagelsmann. Um and so yeah, I like thought three it might be yeah, sort of just like a, a leader and his two acolytes sort of thing. And I I was thinking for a one-off game, coach and two assistants, who are you picking? The Germans or the Spaniards?
0: One-off game, Tuchel.
2: That's fair.
0: Because, like because Tuchel, Dev Klopp, and, Dev and Dev Nagelsmann? And Achafi, they, can build, they can build a project, but you want Ruthless win one game? I think Tuchel for me. Even more than Klopp.
1: I would agree, because I, I think the Klopp, Tuchel... Was it Nagelsmann? those three would probably be aligned on what they're going to do. Pep might not want to play a defensive midfielder. Arteta <laughs> might have a fight with the striker. And then Xavi might be like, Adama Chore Brav, And the other two would be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> so I don't think they would align tactically, even though they're all Spanish.
0: Well, so. I think the other, the other aspect you're forgetting about misalignment is that Xavi has embraced certain aspects of his squad that Pep mm-hmm. has not.
2: Certain made. characteristics.
0: Yeah, so I think there will be a little bit of a struggle there as <laughs> that well. That took so. me a second. <laughs> on the other hand, on the other hand, Tuchel knows exactly what he wants.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, I think like Javi and Nagelsmann are just like trying to swap sides. <laughs> Nagelsmann's yeah, like, pretty much. I want to go with him.
0: Javi, yeah, yeah. But for it's a the season, thing... definitely the, the Pep Xavi, Arteta yeah. cross yeah. season, yes. Yeah.
1: The, the only thing is the Nagelsman will show up with a nice jacket and the other two tracksuit, you know what's are going to be like, bro. what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's, that's a good, good point. point of if attention we, right there.
2: That's a very good point. If we had to rank them dress sense-wise, I think you're going... Tuchel at the bottom, obviously, after, after the, um, the tracksuit FA Cup final debacle. as well. Debacle. The
0: at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they- Perhaps Chevy and Arteta are all very similar. Chaffee hasn't gotten there yet. Chaffee's still in his long, kind of he's wearing okay clothes, but he still wears that long trench coat on top of it at all times. So he still hasn't kind of come out of that trench coat like a lovely butterfly. So it's between, he's really short though,
2: so it might just be a short jacket.
1: It's, it's, I, I would say Pep's and style
0: and Arteta's looks that would be the combo.
1: <laughs> no, Pep's style's lazy. It's lazy. Arteta at least has a nice jacket. Like, nice shoes, nice... Like, you know what I mean? He looks like he thought about what he was going to wear, while Pep goes, I'm going to wear the Citizen hoodie. Like, <laughs> what is this?
2: Pep just wears whatever sponsorship deal sweatshirt he gets that week. Yeah. Remember, there was that one with the Canada flag on it for a bit, and I was like, yeah, what the so... hell is this? And it was just some luxury <laughs> brand that had put a Canada flag on a black hoodie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think, yeah, that would definitely be I think... I don't know, Pep. I think if you if they were all going on a nice night out, Pep would Pep would show up.
2: (laughs) I think that's. Oh, didn't he recently say that his wife dresses him basically?
0: Did he? Wow. I think he just said that he doesn't care enough, and therefore she like tells him what to wear because if it was up to him, it would be like random stuff. (laughs) That's fair. Like
1: outside of football, right? Yeah. Okay, because she's not telling him wear this hoodie to go to the stadium. Like, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Probably
2: not. Uh yeah, no I think I think that would be the ranking, which is obviously the important thing.
1: Oh, 100%. But, but just just further to that point though. If you take the top two guys, right? Klopp and Pep. Who'd you rather have? For what? Like like let's say if if like Mohamed has one season in him with with anybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> and if if you combine you know your demand for trophies both in domestic and continental plus what you think you can get along with just like the, the everything right put it together who'd you rather have as your manager
0: so i'll tell you why a lot of them would not work one pep would be way too strict and i like flair so that's not going to happen klopp would demand way too much running like <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> and so you really end up with someone like Arteta's again rigid and doesn't kind of want to let you do your own thing. I think it might end up with Tuchel just because he wants to win at all costs. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, like...
2: although it's not the right answer. The right answer is that Mo would need, like, Sam Allardyce's Bolton like to float around with <laughs> JJ Acoccia and like all the old gits. <laughs>
1: As soon as Pep brings up the triangle, Mo's like, fuck off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have to say like, having watched the Man City all or nothing, whatnot. Was it all or nothing? Anyway, the, yeah. the City show I could not deal with Pep. He's way too annoying, man. I mean, Klopp is probably annoying too, but he seems a lot more cuddly he seems and, more like and politically lad. he, he seems and like I get friend. on. He, seems, he yeah. seems
0: more like he could be your friend a lot more than Pep.
2: Yeah, like I feel, I feel like I'd just be able to to handle him for a lot longer.
0: That makes sense.
1: I I go Klopp too. I will, I won't go Klopp. Yeah. Just I can't. Something about Tuchel wearing that tracksuit. Have you seen on Twitter they put uh, t- uh, Eminem like the the battle over oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tuchel. Like after I saw that I was like ah, that, that, that 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 can't be it. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh
2: man, but th- there was that one time though that Neggersman dressed as. Uh... Remember yeah. it was like his first Champions League knockout appearance or something and he dressed basically like um Austin Powers, like in a in a purple suit.
1: That was the Just one he got belt. slapped up for nothing. Yeah. The Rashford hat trick. And then he then he got mad afterwards.
2: I mean, if you will wear a purple suit to a Champions League knockout round.
0: Yeah. I mean isn't that pretty much like the outfit of a pimp? Like, what, what, like, I mean, the, a pimp named Slickback. Like, that's all I can think of when you're saying purple suit from Boondocks. That's yes, half time. Team, team talk was, move, bitches! <laughs> Go run! <Yeah. laughs> he was just trying like to a, get that
2: winner's medal to add the medallion at the end.
0: Yeah, to yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, he just wishes it was a clock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. oh, man. Right, we'll, we'll get to some, um, some international stuff in a little bit, but there was the Classico on the weekend and man these haven't been worth talking about for a couple of years but Barcelona speaking of slap up 4-0 wins Barcelona rinsed Real Madrid who were awful i mean like we we called it at the start of the season that Alaba and Nacho was a bit of a dodgy center back pairing and they just got demolished this was this was this was way too it, easy for Barcelona it
0: was one of the best clasicos in a very long time it was a fantastic game just as a game even at 4-0 it was still competitive enough across the game that it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Barcelona played some amazing football. Yes, Real Madrid helped a lot with just horrendous defensive shape and and kind of attempts, but it was a really fun game to see. Um, Barca are just, like the way they're playing right now, are so lethal on the counter and kind of on the counter press. Um, the, The middle three of Busquets, Frankie and Pedri is just like technical heaven. You just cannot take your eyes off them. And and Busquets, look, he's old. He will have his dips. But he is, you know, the fact that he can still play at this level, even though you will have a little bit of a dip here and there, just with age and everything. And, you know, when you come up against a very physical team, you will struggle, etc. But like his longevity, the fact that he can still start for Barcelona as the defensive midfielder and do a 8 out of 10 job on average across the season. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit. I know he did kind of that. 2008-2010 2008-2010 period, and then it kind of dropped off, and oh, look, him and Piquet are super old and whatever, but he deserves a lot of credit. And then in front of him, Pedri. Pedri is 20, running midfields, like absolutely right in, in every aspect, tactically, from, with his touches, with his assists, with his goals. He's been phenomenal for Barcelona this season, and this game was no different.
1: It's
2: no surprise to me that Busquets returned to form with Xavi as manager. Like, the guy just knows what Busquets needs around him, which, I mean, it's not rocket science. It's legs, like, lots of legs. Stick young people around him to do a lot of running and let him dictate the play. And uh, I'm not surprised. But yeah, like, the, the youngsters at Barcelona have, on top of the January signings, they've just turned it around completely. And Xavi was a bit cheeky the other day. He actually said he can't rule out winning the title. <laughs> Madrid, are what? How many points are clear? It's
0: not impossible.
2: Is it, I mean, I suppose it's mathematically it can't be, but otherwise he wouldn't have said it.
0: But yeah, basically they'd need to in every single game and Madrid would need to like lose a couple and draw a couple, something like that.
2: Okay. Well, Madrid kind of showed that they can't play without Benzema, no?
0: Yeah. Um, what's his name? Their other star. He didn't show up. Um, Brazilian youngster. Vinicius? Vinicius, yeah. He didn't really show up. But as well, um, Araujo, Arrujo, however you want to say it, different people say it differently. Um, he had him on lockdown at right back. Um, So Dest was injured. Arojo came in um, and he just killed it. He absolutely dominated that game. Vinicius kept very, very quiet all game. Um, So yeah, that was a big part of it as well. But yeah, Benzema just links up the play. Like when you have Rodrigo and Vinicius, they want to do very similar things. None of them stop, collect, and kind of release. Right, which is something that Benzema has been doing fantastically for for Real Madrid over the last couple of seasons. So it's just a lot of runners. It's 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 a little yeah. bit like it's a little bit like Leeds. It's a little bit like you know Rodrigo and what's his name as well at Leeds. They both just Van want James. to run forward without like a Bamford, right? It's very similar. Benzema creates that focal point that they did not have this game, and Modric try. And Modric kind of played almost like a false nine, and he just did not have a clue of what to do. Like he's very good at what he does, just you know, don't change that. And I think that was a big a big loss for them as well. Well,
1: according to Courtois, no one actually had a clue what they were supposed to be doing because uh, he said at halftime, Ancelotti tried to change it and he said, but we did not understand. And I'm going to assume that's a translation thing, you know, mm-hmm. like in terms of like what he said, maybe it doesn't mean what I'm interpreting it to mean. But to me, it's like, bruv, I did not understand the fucking thing this man said and we just went out there and it got worse. That. And it on the field, it looked like that to be very honest with you, and and we said it. Barcelona have been picking teams apart. You know, I think that this season, if anything, shows that Bar. Real Madrid are winning La Liga. They're going to win it. Forget it. But it's not because they've been sensational. It's because everyone else has been basically shit. Like Sevilla is second. Like like like. Let that sink in for a second. Sevilla being second in this league. Could Barcelona won the league if they had this mishmash of players <laughs> like in the beginning? Maybe, but they prove that right now, at least more than Real Madrid, they know what they're doing. And I look at the PSG game that Real Madrid played. I'm, I'm not as, in, I don't think it was as a coherent performance as people make it seem. I think it was a Benzema performance more than anything else. While Barcelona are at least understand what they are, and they're playing to those strengths. Like Juan has said, the midfield is controlling the midfield and saying. Now you guys run and go do your thing. Which is very anti-Barcelona, but it's a system that they understand and that works. And it
0: showed today. They kind
2: of did that in 2015 with uh, MSN.
0: A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but you have MSN. No. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> a, A, F. <laughs> <laughs> so is, yeah, The other thing to consider, though, is when you said mishmash, it obviously reminded me to comment on Dembele. So, Dembele played an unbelievable game. He's had an unbelievable three to four weeks now. Um, the jeers have turned into cheers in the Bernabeu. Rumors of him potentially staying, blah, blah, blah. I would say Contract not, extension. Make, yeah, exactly. Don't make that mistake. You know, you've got an Bayor in your hands. He's just playing when the contract's up. But they're getting exactly what they want from him. And I think you know, credit to Chaffee for the man management of the situation instead of just kind of putting him on the bench because but then but then said, I'm not leaving. So Chaffee, you know, you'd have to guess that they sat down and said, Okay, you're not leaving. There's six months to go. Let's put you you know, be your best performances out there. It helps us for six months and it helps you get a suitor for um, you know, for your next move. So he's playing fantastically well. Uh, Ferran Torres is not even playing at his best and and Barcelona are doing this. You know, he's missing easy chances, easy easy uh, touches. He's still kind of not at the same level as as Dembélé and Aubameyang are playing and he's going to get there slowly and they're going to get even better, but I uh, you, Bernie you said PSG there and I would say which I don't know who who this is an indictment on who, but like I would say Barcelona right now in a knockout phase against PSG would win. Yes. Like but 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 Barcelona were a shambles like 4 months ago with a new manager and now they look like this and you've got PSG trying to create something for 4 years and failing like there must be something about PSG oh. being just losers like something's but, not right but this is
1: specific to PSG not necessarily PSG. that Barcelona are some UEFA Champions League winning contender because no. they struggled to beat Galatasaray in was it Galatasaray, I think it was? Mm-hmm. In the Europa League, they, they can be hot and cold, Barcelona, because, I mean, it is a mishmash of players. How, what what can you really expect them to be? But, yeah, I do think versus PSG, they would win that tie. This, this iteration of yeah, both sides. And my,
0: point was just that my point is just that you can see the trajectory with Barcelona from the very low to kind of slowly coming up the steps. But, like, it, it just doesn't make sense that it, when in six months, you have a Barcelona team that are potentially better than what PSG have been trying to do for four years.
1: I'll tell you my fear, though, and and Alex, I wonder what you think. I like you know, Adama's on loan with a is it forty million like option or something like this? Yeah, they're not
2: gonna buy him. Um, No,
1: I don't think though. I don't think they'll do that. Yang, I don't know what his contract is. Like, there's some other players that you're like, like Memphis. Dembele gonna stay? All this stuff, and I wonder if because I think we agree, Javi has done this out of necessity. I'm not sure if you asked him. In preseason, if he was here, do you want to sign Aubameyang, Adama Traore? Even Memphis, if he had his way, I don't think he would have these players here, personally. He, and I'm scared what, that he has a good thing going. And he might decide to go back to old Barca and ruin what could be a good thing, in some sense.
0: I, I That's don't what think scares he's far me. off, I don't think he's far off from what he wants. Like I think his middle three are perfect for what Xavi wants to do, I think. Uh, when you look at Busquets, Frankie, and, and and Pedri. Aubameyang is a fantastic striker that will put a lot of tap-ins, a lot of tap-ins from a team well-oiled around him. One of your wingers needs to be like a pacey, trickery guy, and that's going to be Dembele, you know, the like the Alexis in the past, like the Neymar in the past. Dembele can be that guy if he stays. And really, Ferran Torres on the other side is more of your Pedro, more of your, you know, your kind of reserved winger that can kind of cut in and do his thing. I don't think he's actually away from a pretty good team that can be sustained Dembele's the only one there that really might not be there next season I think he deals with left back potentially um and and Dest is playing much better at right back since he since he was a couple of seasons ago it's not crazy and it's not like rocket science what he's done to turn them around some great signings and it's working I think he can keep keep doing it next season I don't think an overhaul is required
2: I don't think it'll be an overhaul. They are linked with a lot of... Well, so Kessie was official today. So there's there's a, an adjustment to that midfield three that we we're talking about. Presumably, like you'd think that he would start. Um, then uh, Fabrizio says they're going in for Rafinha, which I guess is a Dembele replacement, right? Cool. Um, one way or the other. Um, yeah. And they've also been linked with Reggion. I guess, as like the Alba eventual replacement. He's been hot and cold, but you can see it stylistically um so yeah i don't i don't think there's a lot of work to do i i do find it funny though they're signing all these these guys on big contracts and messi must be sitting there in paris being like can i just do the math here like i'm pretty sure you <laughs> could have signed me like i like you could have yeah, signed me
0: Barcelona don't seem poor anymore like they're no. fine. <laughs> they They don't
1: and then javi comes out like yeah you know there's always a place for messi it's like oh
0: really like like really
1: I, I mean I mean I, I, I
0: the thing know. is the thing is that, Bernie, surely, surely, if anyone knows how to create space for Messi, it's Cheffy.
1: Right? Yep. That's
0: what I would have thought. Uh, right. Keep blend a job too, right? Like, oh I, the I, I don't like that, baby. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. I just feel like the the sort of what's that word? Like Mishmash is a word, but there's a you know when like riff raff, when they throw you away, whatever that thing is, like that nature of these players, unwanted or like not rated, I think is helping them right now. And I think he's going to do that thing of like trying to elevate it and it may not work. That's, that's, that's my only fear. Because I think this is working. Ooh. Like, buy Adama. Why not? <laughs> like, 30, 30 million compared to what? 50 million they're going to pay for Rafinha? Buy Adama. Well, it's I, would
0: rather, I would rather put it into a Dembele contract than buy a for sure.
1: Do you think Dembele Maybe. is someone you can trust for the next five years?
0: I would have him over Adama every day of the week and twice on Saturday. No, no,
1: I I get that in terms of talent. But in terms of what he's going to deliver week in, week out for the next five years, we've seen very little over the previous five years. Why do we think the next five years is going to be any different?
2: Adama Troyer never gets injured. There's that.
0: Yes, but tank. it takes him 10 games to do what Dembele does at once. So Dembele needs to be fit <laughs> like a tenth of the time, and you've already got a net positive. So
2: Okay. The, ultimately they'll they'll flog them both and Rafinha will just dick the rest of the league <laughs> like he's brilliant. Um but it will be interesting to see um as well how much of a role does Luke De Jong continue to play because we all enjoy that. Um let's move on to another another super club. We've got a couple of questions about Manchester United. Um Bernie Raul says if United have a really bad end to the season, say they miss out on top four or even suffer a total debacle and miss out on the Europa League, what will that do to Rennick's ability to dictate anything or make any decisions as presumed sporting director? This is, of course, in the context that um, United look like they're going to uh, appoint Eric Ten Hag, barring some sort of
1: disaster. The question about Ranić's ability—they're missing out on top four. That's that's definitely happening. <laughs> like, there's no question about it. They're missing top four. I would prefer they miss Europa League, so they can have more time <laughs> on the training pitch to understand what the hell they need to do. Um, so I have no problem with that. Ranić is going to be on phone calls, consulting, working with Murtaugh. Um, I don't think it has any impact on that. Um, if they go Ten Hag over Pochettino, then that's the first sign of the club actually doing something with an idea of what they want to be down the road. Um, And I think Rennick would have had some serious impact on that considering Ten Hag's Bayern links and the style of play he wants to to put in place.
0: What's the the Pochettino hate? Where is that coming from?
1: I think it's not hate. I think it's more people are exhausted with the link, and it should have happened a long time ago. And there's been almost an overexposure of Pochettino in the sense of, okay, we've mm-hmm. seen him at his worst now, right? We've seen the, the implosion at Spurs. We've seen PSG where it's not too hot, right? So I think a lot of people, he's been over, it's that whole thing about live long enough to be the villain or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You've Keep seen too bored. much of him and you're like, I, I, I like, this is not yeah. exciting
0: to me anymore. Because there's that stat doing the rounds of like Pogatino's top three years at Spurs in a row, you know, most wins in the Premier League, most points in the Premier League, most goals in the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, a very dominant stint with a with a team that, let's say, does not have the kind of resources that the other teams around them um, had. But my biggest worry about Pogatino is that might work for you with Spurs when everyone's pushing through and there's that energy and the camaraderie. But like, can you do it? At a United, forget PSG. PSG is a poison chalice for almost anybody. Maybe Bar Zidane, right? But again, it still stands with the whole: Can you do it with egos? Can you Mm -hmm. do it with people on four hundred? You know, five of them are four hundred thousand dollars pounds a week? Can you do it when some of them sulk? When you lose the dressing room? When blah blah blah? Like that's the question. And Ten Hag doesn't have that experience either. But at least we don't have the kind of the the alternative.
2: Um, yeah, I, I think I think that the question that you pose about Pochettino applies very much to Ten Hag too. Like, the guy has managed for a bit at Bayern Munich, Zweig I guess, um, and then he's been in Holland. And like, we all know the the uh, Eredivisie tax that applies to to everything. Like, you just can't be certain. Frank de Boer. Being the biggest example of someone who absolutely smashed it in Holland and then could literally couldn't manage for five days anywhere else in the world. So we'll see. I mean, Ten Hag seems very talented, but the same question applies about once you have bigger egos and, um, you know, a squad that isn't built in your image and that kind of thing, can you do it? I think if Ranjik sticks around to oversee the kind of rebuild, if that's what it is, then I have more confidence because that implies. The, the club will follow the pattern, follow the plan, take some time, allow these guys to do what we know that they do well. If Ranjit goes, if this consultancy thing doesn't happen and they just bring in Ten Hag or Pochettino and kind of the status quo remains, it's like, let's just see if this manager makes it better, then then no, I, w- I would have a lot
1: of, a lot of doubt. I, I would just add that if the plan for the manager is to say, okay, you know what, add like our budget is 100 million and we're going to add three players the way they've done it every single summer. Then to me, Ten Hag becomes even a bigger risk in that in that context. Because when Klopp came in, he got eight players his first window. The next year he got nine. Guardiola literally overhauled the entire squad. Didn't care about <laughs> contracts, sold everybody after they came forth, got rid of everyone. That's what you have to do for a manager like Ten Hag. Pachcino goes to the interview and goes, I did this at PSG where I worked with what I got and I kind of did okay. The same thing with Spurs. I turned mediocre players good, whatever. I don't like it, but I can see why he would get the job in that particular instance. With Ten Hag, you really have to say, what do you want? How do you want to play? And figure out how much it requires and give it to him.
0: Yeah, and I think also like when we talked about the egos and that's kind of different from the from the Dutch league and whatever, but it's not other than just the major players, when you move to the Premier League, you also get a whole other aspect to deal with. You know, you've got the media, you've got just how crazy the fans are and how involved they are and how scrutinizing the media can be. And all of a sudden, the timelines just get cut short, right? When you play, Mm -hmm. when you manage a couple of seasons back, PSG or um, Ajax or Bayern Munich, you can make mistakes along the way and still get full marks on the season's objectives, right? In the Premier League, you stumble for a couple of games or you stumble for a couple of weeks because something didn't go right. And all of a sudden, you're not hitting those objectives and everybody's on your ass. So it's just a whole different level of intensity and expectations of the Premier League that I think managers tend to take a little bit of time to get into it, which is why, and as annoying as it is to say, when Mourinho came from Portugal and absolutely took the league by storm, this is why he's seen as, you know, at the time, one of the best managers to ever do it, because it's not an easy thing to do. Well, if if you look at it in that context,
1: right, to your point with Mourinho, he, he literally took it by storm. Yes, there was a lot of money spent in that first window, but he took it by storm. If you look at Klopp and Pep in their first, let me call it, 12 months in their jobs, in Dodgy. Klopp's case, it was probably first two years, almost three years in the job. People were actually asking for Klopp to get sacked. I don't remember this. But mm-hmm. Pep finished fourth, tied on goal difference, and almost went into the Europa League in his first year. And then they had to overhaul everything. So the Premier League is a bit of a beast. <laughs> like that, that, is, that is the true thing. So I understand why people want Pochettino. But you have to back the manager one way or the other because it's not, it's not easy any which way you come, come at it.
2: Chelsea do have a history of that, though. Like Conte, first season, title win. Ancelotti, first season, title win. Something different with Chelsea. Scolari was the one that that completely balls it up after. He like won a
0: lot of things in his first season. Yeah, the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Dimarco walked through the door. Walked through the door and won the Champions <laughs> League. Yeah. Anyway, um, but if it is Ten Hag, we do have another question um, from Tossa, who says, um, "Who should be his assistant? Because there have been there's been talk today that it, it will be a former United player, or the club wants it to be a former United player."
1: Gary Nubble, Robin please. van Persie or Rude van Nistelrooy. Robin what van Persie, yeah, one of those two. He's, he got his badges. Going, if, yeah, he does. He's coaching fine, okay. like, uh, what is what's it called? I don't know what it is. He did his badges while he was at United and for Nabache. So,
0: so it's, him it's not just Eredivisie uh, tax. It's like freaking Team B or whatever tax. <laughs> this is good.
2: What this about Yep good. Stam? Intimidation factor. The two two very bald blokes, one big, one little.
0: I like it. I like it. Mini me, yeah. He did a yeah. he did a
1: decent job at Reading. I, I like I like the idea of Yapstam too. But it's gotta what be a Dutch doing person now? for me. It's gotta be a
0: Dutch person. He's chilling.
2: Sorry, I've just I got to look up what Yapstam is doing. Van Hull.
0: Assistant manager.
1: I, I would. I'd have him back. I'm not lying. I mean, I won't I say mean, it too loud, but if, I would. If you look,
0: if you look very objectively, you should have Mourinho back. He's your most successful manager post experts. Yeah. Wow, I have,
1: I have to like you somehow, mate. Like, I actually <laughs> have to like you
0: somehow. <laughs> what happened to Rooney? Would no. you don't think Rooney would take an assistant manager's job? it kind of groomed into, um, groomed no. is maybe not the right world in the in the current political and, and social climate. But no kind of grown into that role to become the manager in four years i
1: want rooney to be a manager not not an assistant manager he's 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 done enough to deserve to go to everton and like you know do something agricultural at everton he's 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 gotten that he deserves that chance
0: what about this why not recreate your brilliant trio ronaldo rooney berbatov or tevez as your three managers just <laughs> just roll back the clock. You know, they did it on the pitch. Maybe they can do it off
1: the pitch. <laughs> well, and they want to jump into the stands and fight Ferguson. That's really what he wants to
0: see. Oh
1: <laughs> Don't we all? Good I link, wanna... yeah.
0: Because,
2: yeah. Uh, Mo, you wanted to talk about Portugal.
0: Yes. I, I mean, there are some World Cup qualifiers coming up, um, which are quite exciting, actually, because they're... whatever. They, what do they call them? The playoffs? Are they called the playoffs? I guess. World Cup like playoffs? Yeah. UEFA qualification playoff for the World Cup. Um Russia Poland. That's that's not being played on the field. That's that's, that's not being played, played at all. That's played yeah. elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um you've got Italy, North Macedonia. I mean, you know, with Italy, anything <laughs> can happen. You know, one one year they look like they can't pass a ball and they win the World Cup. The next they have their best squad ever and can beat North Macedonia. So it's true. you know. This is, anything can happen there. The big one is obviously the Portugal-Turkey one. Um, You know, Turkey, dark horses from the Euros. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Perennial dark horses. Yeah. Um, Fatah Terim, probably manager. I don't even know, but, you know, if I had to bet my house, (laughs) it would be. It's a good chance. Um, And then, um, I think this is going to be exciting. I heard quite a bit of injuries for Portugal, if I'm not mistaken. Some people were talking about quite a few people out. Um you know, so the first game is in Portugal though, so it'll be exciting. I I don't know if if Portugal are gonna make it through this. They really should, but anything is possible in, in these in these one off games. You're pretty much, you know, Portugal or Italy are not gonna make this because they're on the side the same side of the uh of the draw, if I'm not mistaken. I, Mancini I sincerely... was asked
2: about uh sorry, Bernie. Oh, um No go ahead. Mancini was asked about Donnarumma uh, and his form, and like you know what happened in, in the Champions League with PSG, and uh, he said something along the lines of like he's a great goalkeeper. We'd rather have him with us than against us. I was just like, that's not an option. <laughs> you can't play for another country.
0: Who's there? Who would their sub goalie even be? Uh,
2: somehow, Bellini probably... is in the squad.
0: <laughs> Buffon's still Hang knocking on. around, mate. <laughs> he is.
1: He signed it's a new a, deal with Palma. Sirigu. Yeah. It'll be Sirigu. Yeah, they have to play Donnarumma no matter what.
0: Like it's
1: even even with one leg, they have to play Donnarumma at this point.
0: Just don't pass on the ball. Yeah, true. Um
1: I, I hope Portugal lose and don't and don't go through. Like I, I just don't want Ronaldo to have anything. Right now, um, even if it's at the expense of Bruno, I'm like, nope, nothing for you. Um, so Italy all the way. I'm interested in the fact that De Gea has dropped for Spain, and I, mm. I, I love it. I love it.
2: Uh, Who's it going to be? Uh, like Simon or Simon?
1: I think
0: it's yeah, nice Simon, right? It makes. You know sense. people put. Um, you know how people put money. You've heard of like, was it Harry Wilson's grandfather or something? Was it was it him or? Someone's uh, grandfather's got like a Chris
1: Kirkland's thought.
0: No, but also, like, one of the young players right now, maybe Harry Wilson or whatever his name is, you know, he put a dollar on him being a professional footballer by the time he's 20 and whatever, and he's made, like, £125,000 or something. So, if I... I just think about Spain. If I had to put one of these bets down, I would say... And it's not as ludicrous, but I would say Chaffee definitely being Spanish manager at some point. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think, though, do you think he'd do
0: it, though, with the Catalonia connections?
1: Yes. Yeah. But that implies that he'll fail at Barca at some point, which is probably fair. Or just burn
2: out, you know?
0: Yeah, like in four years. You know, raise know. raise the next crop of Spanish players and then coach it for Spain. Also, an interesting stat, for the first time in forever, a Barcelona player is in the Spanish squad. They've been out for a long time. Something like that. Ferran? Pedri? I think it's Pedri. Is Busquets? Does Busquets not make the squad? Because uh, I swear I heard the stat. and I mean, does Pique and Busquets not make the squad? There's something. Something about a Barcelona player for the first time in a long I mean, despite
2: time. Barcelona's turnaround, I would not be selecting Pique for the Spanish squad if my life no. depended on it. But anyway. Um, in other international news, uh, New Zealand beat Fiji 4-0. Papua New Guinea 1. New Caledonia nil.
0: Chris yeah. Wood, the uh, all-time Global. top goal scorer for New Zealand.
2: Yeah, well, he's got to score for someone because it ain't Newcastle.
1: <laughs> Alex is basically looking at the latest global answers and being like alright uh, how how do they do <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the thing that you have to know about if if you don't
2: know about this already just google globe game and click on the first link it's a fun little game you have to um, guess the country they change the country each day and you have to guess the country um, by guessing by proximity just... like clues Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: so you start with uh, Mo your tactic is to start with landlocked country right?
0: Yeah, because what's the point of going like near the water, right? Because like, start you, you, in basically, then...
1: and then go left or right after that. Said
2: civilization. <laughs> basically,
0: <laughs> said Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> said Putin, until you dare come back until you find the country. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think. Um, the the other big one in in, in Af- speaking of Africa, Senegal Egypt is happening on Friday first. Like another, you know, the repeat of the African Cup of Nations final. Yeah, I think man. Klopp said he arrested Salah and Mane for the FA Cup game because they both had important games coming up, and you know he couldn't forgive himself if they got injured. It's like, yeah, mate, okay, nice turnaround, but what a martyr! So, like, I know. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> like no journalist accuse me of calling this a little competition. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's different. This is qualifying <laughs> to the World Cup, so, you know, I don't I don't see it as the same as, as making up for calling the African government nations little. But um, this is going to be interesting because yeah. I, as an Egyptian, I think Senegal are much better. But somehow we just can grind results. Like the fact that Egypt even took them to penalties in the African government nations final was impressive in my book. So we'll see what happens, but I'm not holding my breath. I think Senegal should and deserve probably to go through. That was from, from a motivational
2: perspective.
1: Huh? I was saying that was unbelievable consistency in that Afcon. Like every round was penalties. So that, that 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 was impressive to me. Like, it sorry, was Alex. not fun.
0: It was not fun from a stress level perspective as a fan.
1: <laughs>
2: no, no. I I just feel like from a motivational perspective, like coming down off off the high of winning a competition, and then Egypt having the motivation to to get a little bit of revenge. I don't know. I'm I'm backing your boys.
0: Yeah, I'm not worried about the motivation. I'm worried about the quality, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the this motivation has always been there, and that's how you got to the final when you really don't deserve it. But at some point, it's going to let you down. Elneny has Do had think, a whole uh,
2: season
1: of rest. Yeah. Do you think Klopp probably, like, whispered in Mane's ear, like, go fuck him up so that, like, Salah gets mad and comes back and wins him the league?
0: I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> demand more ten. money. Yeah.
2: Maybe. Um, we've also got Canada games coming up. Uh, Costa Rica, Jamaica, and Panama for the World Cup qualifying. That's ca- required the-
0: like a win or something? One win?
2: Yeah, not very much. Not very much at all. They they will do it barring any kind of absolute disaster. But that's uh, going to be very exciting. So the um, first game is... Have I just closed the window? Possibly. No. The first game is in uh costa rica then they're back in toronto to play jamaica and then away in panama so two away games one home game but yeah they they should do it even without alfonso
0: i'll say as shit as the bracket is for the because of the part of the world that you know the qualifiers are in just you rattling those three countries the away games just our <laughs> beautiful destinations, man. Like, mm, Jamaica, Costa Rica, Panama. Like, imagine if you're, if you're a dedicated fan following Canada around these games. You're just getting the best time of your life on some of the best beaches you've <laughs> ever been to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as opposed to going to, like, landlocked countries in, like, Africa or even Europe. Like, you're on a beach following this team around. Like, it's brilliant. I'll take it.
1: The the only downside is that Canada can't purposely put the home game somewhere where the winter is still raging because there's no stadium in Northwest Territories for which the other team will not be able to play and Canadians will kill them, as I'll we did the last two it. times. I mean,
2: the, so the U.S. did this, right? They played. Who was it? They played. Um, El they Salvador, put the game. It was. Was it El Salvador or Honduras or someone, and they they played the game in Minneapolis, and. Some of their own players got frostbite.
1: (laughs) By the way, it's just massively unnecessary.
2: know why they do that?
1: To make the opposition like massively uncomfortable. No, no, that's not even why they do that. They do that because whenever they play a game in like the southern, like in the south, like you know, the hotter Uh, places the yeah. the f- american fans who are from yeah, like all like yeah. from their actual home country where they came from quote unquote and the atmosphere is against them so they move it far away where those people aren't literally so basically because you of that. Need
0: it you need it in a, in a red state oh yeah like far like need, northern yeah 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 they
2: need to move the ro- the rose bowl to wyoming or Well, like it makes Nebraska. sense imagine
0: imagine the us mexico isn't like los angeles yeah, like, dead. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. That's an away game, mate. Like...
2: <laughs> that's a half and half scarf if yeah. I've ever seen one. Oh
0: yeah. Speaking of uh, Canada, the Alfonso Davies is back in training. Mm. for Bayern back, Munich in game, training, back in training, but not back in the Canada squad. No. Yeah. No, but at least he's running around back in training. Hopefully, you know his health issues are past him. So we'll uh, kind of keep an eye on that. But it's it's good news.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, last thing I, I wanted to touch on is the. FA Cup, Um, Patrick Vieira, who we've all been very impressed with, 4-0 win over Everton, who we've been very unimpressed with, lovely stuff, Um, Palace in the semi-finals, lads.
0: They're in Wembley, mate. I called Patrick Vieira's rise on like week two. You guys remember that, right? No, you did not do that.
1: Um, also, Moana has to pick his battles. He called Lampard's rise. He calls Vieira's rise. Isn't this the evidence that we, we were looking for? He just calls, apparently, random people's rises, put them against each other, and then picks the one who wins. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
2: Throwing off at the wall.
0: Oh, so they are a great team. He's doing a fantastic job. And they're exciting. They're fun to watch they used to be like the team that you never tune in to see he's mm-hmm. doing a good job tactically they're solid Gallagher is obviously killing it unfortunately he won't be there for long so they need to figure that out but uh... who are they
1: playing in the semi
2: um, is it a good oh team God. or a shitty one no it's a bad team
1: so is they can Bar- make the final
2: mm-hmm.
1: is it Middlesbrough are they Spurs beat, Spurs beat Bar- No, no man no. what are you talking about no, Chelsea beat Borough.
0: Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea are, are still playing. there. Oh, yeah, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, City, Liverpool.
2: Yeah, so a bad team.
0: No, you're right. Uh, I mean, yes. it's the best they could have. They could have <laughs> gone with. Yeah, I mean, you'd, so, you'd pick Chelsea out of those three. If they make the final and score a
1: goal, Vieira has to dance. He has to repeat the party dance. It's it's it's, it's all or nothing for me. Got to do it
2: with a little flower in yeah. his lapel. It's a
1: black man who knows how to move. Don't sh- loan that
0: part you show and, you don't And then he's gonna know. get awarded an eight year contract somewhere, right? <laughs> Love that's job security right there, bro. <laughs> Love it.
2: Yeah, I mean he deserve it off the back of this season. Anyway, that's enough nonsense for one week. Hundred, thank you. Bernie, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We'll be Same back night. in a bit. <laughs>